0: Hello and welcome to the 350th episode of the Nintendo Entertainment Podcast. I am Triforce Todd, the only member of this show that's been here every single time. You're welcome. Sorry, that was an intentional pause because I wanted you to bask in my glory for a little bit. Uh, Also here, of course, not for all 350 episodes, but the second longest member of this podcast is Wario Will.
1: (laughs) i can't believe it's already been 350 episodes of this thing and also happy uh mario wonder release day everybody by the yep. time you're listening to this it's yeah from what i've seen so far yeah it's definitely looking out to be another game of your comp- competitor alongside with uh two other titan games i mean if you consider one of that other um a competitor <laughs> so <to> say at <laughs> least
0: i have no idea who he's talking about so we're just gonna run with it for now um and also here not for very many episodes. I don't know if you remember when he started, but he's
2: here. It's Skulk, it's gone. <laughs> Hooray! No, I'm probably in the sad state of I'm going to probably sp- play the, the the one that you fight with the web people um, <laughs> first.
0: The, the Arachna Man or something, right? Yeah, something like that. Something like that. <laughs> I, I know. I've heard great things. You know, I hear you can go for miles in that game. Yeah. Just, just remember, when you land on roofs, you gotta be careful where to parker. So, <laughs> oh sure, I don't get anything for the miles joke, but the Parker joke, which was weird, worse, I, that gets to laugh. Wow, that's comedy. But yeah.
2: <laughs> good night, everybody. Good, good night, everybody. I was like, wasn't that was a good joke, but ah, it was not bad? One makes me think harder than the other. <laughs> 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 That's why I have faith in you, Scott.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Sadly, Faith will not be joining us tonight. We, we, we wish her all the love in the world. But uh, we will be continuing our three-man show, including a very fun main event. But first, what have you been playing? <laughs> and I'm going to have Will go first. Not because I know what he's been playing, even though I can very easily guess. Um, but he was at New York Comic Con over this weekend. And he has many stories to tell. Keep just tell the PG once though. <laughs> <laughs> oh my look, like, he doesn't oh, like, yes, yes, Where doesn't do I PG even be? No, he doesn't. Trust me. I I, I promise you he does. So <laughs> go
1: ahead. Uh jeez. But yeah, like so if I haven't uh, listened to last week's podcast, yes, I did attend the first day of New Comic Con and went came back in a tired state. But after but then I have attended the last the other three days of Friday, Saturday and Sunday. And yeah, like I was just surprised by my luck of those three days. And um, also, a quick FYI tip uh, for convention goers. Like if you actually get a chance to actually apply as a medical, do it. Because having a medical badge or ADA, whatever it may be, yes, you are that. But it unlocks so many perks. It will save you a lot of time. Instead of waiting like two hours to get a, an autograph or something of that sort, you only have to wait a few minutes. So... Quick FYI tip. If you want to have a chance, actually have the ability to attend as medical, do it.
0: Yeah, Just okay. It. I, I want to pause Will right there because I don't want anyone to get the wrong impression here. He's not saying lie about it, okay? Yes, don't not
1: lie about it. If you do have a legit medical condition, by all means, yeah. Like, yeah. I, I personally have a medical condition, but I won't get into that. But okay. like
0: I, I was going to ask you about that because I'm like, why is Will have I mean, there's like, wait, is overbearing love of anime cows, a medical condition? I was like, I don't, I don't think so. <laughs> uh, uh,
1: just for a quick, um, I guess, a quick trivia, because like here in New York, there is uh they actually did pass a law in regards to like people, the staff members can't really ask you about your uh, medical uh, history or conditions. So if you ask them for, for a medical uh, sticker of some sort, they, they can just give you one straight away instead of using uh, previously, in previous years, you can actually have to uh, fill in like give a doctor's note. To 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 prove your uh medical conditions so yeah there is that chance people may abuse it but if you do have a a legit medical condition then by all means yeah definitely try
0: it for be responsible at comic-con all right that's that should go without saying
1: (laughs) (laughs) yes 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 we're great we're not we otakus and nerds are crazy people but please be respectful (laughs) but uh yeah going on with it uh yeah the it was just amazing to say the least like the, the um on front on a friday uh i met with uh, f- many times over you have said uh todd uh, rob paulson of yakko of animaniacs and by all means listeners if you get a chance to meet rob paulson by all- definitely ch- check him out he is just an absolute sweetheart like when i saw him he was like how can you not smile after that when he and i even um wh- just basically give him grat- words of gratitude, and basically uh, did the modern major general in in the in the reboot series series, and like he did his rendition uh, of the modern, modern the ancient Roman emperor. Which <laughs> yeah, that, that was a great moment. That was a great moment. So yeah,
0: I, I would have done Yakko's world because I still remember it. United States, Canada, Mexico, Panama, Haiti, Jamaica. Peru. I mean that's a classic. That's, that's a classic. Classic. <laughs> of course, classic. Of course, of <laughs> course.
3: Yeah.
1: So yeah, uh, I, I wish I got got a chance to go and see the other two, but I, unfortunately budget wise, I need to go and maintain maintain wise because if I actually I, I, I kind of complained about this on Thursday but, but if I actually managed to go and meet Laura Bailey or Matthew Mercer which those two are highly coveted like I probably would have spent way over like 600 or even $700 if I met those two <laughs> yikes <So. laughs> Just yeah, a reminder, again, reminder. It's Matthew Mercer. You want to you want to hear Ganondorf? Come on.
0: <laughs> just just a but, reminder. Uh, yeah. I can barely spend time money on myself during these shows. And Will is like, oh, I'll spend like hundreds of dollars to go and meet these people and, and get get to see you quickly with my medical badge.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Aren't you lucky?
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And so yeah, I also met another um by Mon- another um voice actor who also voices one of my uh uh Mustangsume uh manga uh, anime, which you'll probably recognize her as um uh, in panty and Stocking voices voices a guard belt. Uh, I think, yeah, panty and Stocking. Uh, Monica Rial. Uh, uh, again, she also voices BOMA if you can't tell. Yes. <laughs> um, so yeah, ch- check her out. Uh, uh, also, props out to Monica Rial staff. They actually made to help me save 50 bucks from, from the... Yeah, um, another tip. It, it, for autograph prices, make sure you get it from the, the the voice actors themselves and not the people who are overseeing them because <laughs> if it wasn't for them, I would pay paid an extra 50 bucks. So, by all means definitely check with the voice actors and now the, the people overseeing them so just ha- quick remark tip on that but um qu- continuing on uh on saturday it was pretty much my most luckiest day uh one being uh me- meeting oh. one uh fa- very um famed co- cosplayer who vo- uh, uh did a melina for uh, Mortal Kombat 9 but unfortunately she had to go and retire the, the, the outfit because unfortunately they no longer going to sell the material and so it was pretty much breaking at the seams, literally. So
2: Which I'm
0: sure you loved Will. <laughs> I'm sure you love <laughs> I mean it's a on nine. Can you blame me?
2: Yeah well, you can blame
1: me. Overall like uh help helped her out a little bit as well. Watch her word does and she might give me a free print on on Sunday. So yeah, by hobbies. Thank you so much, Ireland. Really
0: which one you got?
1: Uh, I got the TV one.
0: <laughs> Dang right, you did.
1: <laughs> and it goes into my Saturday panel. So yeah, um, as I said in my like Facebook and show shows, like I managed to go. I, I, I really wanted to head into that Final Fantasy Seven pa- voice actor panel because again, one headed by Matthew Mercer, which again, worst kept secret ever that Matthew Mercer is voicing Vincent Valentine. <laughs> which yeah, who who big surprise there, but. Yeah, I, I'm attending on the, on the final Fantasy seven panel, uh, just waiting online, and then suddenly, like, the staff members actually gave me uh, a signing ticket to meet the cast of, yeah, uh, the main cast of uh, Barrett, Tifa, uh, Co- uh Cloud, Yuffie, and uh, Red 13th. It's just like i seen those. Those guys just when I just say my words of gratitude, uh, John, who did uh, um uh, Barrett, says like I just did like dude, that's a persona bow. <laughs> like <laughs> I just deeply bow greatly, and he said that's a persona bow. Like jeez, <laughs> and yeah, just talking about like just getting a picture of them, so I take uh, just again saying my gratitudes to them is and listening to that panel with Matthew Mercer and just as well as the director uh, Hamaguchi uh, being in there as well, like. I wish there was an extra trailer for new comic-con just like again spoil us a little bit more but okay fine just a panel, no trailer boo and i heard there was actually a uh, the place has demo in new Calm gun it's just for really close um closed doors people switch mm, i'm kind of sad <laughs> but uh, unfortunately it had to be very very vip sadly but you know well what can you do but um aside from that it's just yeah this the New York Comic Con for me, like that signing, really made my con, and I was like, I was, I was beyond cloud, cloud nine, <laughs> no pun intended. <laughs> just yeah, the luck, like the good deeds that you do, and overall, just um, yeah, uh, uh, listeners out there,
2: don't be a jerk.
1: It's very simple. Just don't be a jerk. If you do good things, good things will come back to you. I firmly believe in that belief that karma will be good. Be be nice. Do do things nicely. Do do volunteer work, whatever it may be. Things will come to you in in tenfold. It's, I believe I believe we will that real karma. So
0: he's trying and, to get me to be nicer to him, and I'm the host, and I don't have to do that. <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, but yeah, New York Comic Con was definitely uh, was definitely the best New York Comic Con for me to, so far, and I, I can't imagine how how ne- the next event on uh, AMC is going to be. But yeah, RePop even for staff members, like actually pretty pretty decently, and I always hear, usually hear a lot of. Uh, um, back back talk against the um, New York Comic Con in my prior years, but actually this year not too bad. That's bad. So yeah, Repop, you actually did good. You actually did good. And uh, yeah, that's that's just pretty much it. New York Comic Con was great. The Final five seven panel was great. Seeing a lot of people, cosplayers, all that. I take some snapshots, including like I'm making my own gunpla. It was just it was fun. It was fun. And of course, I still have to do I naturally have to go and make my uh, put in my retrospect in regards. But yeah, overall, is just absolute fun time. So, I I I kinda wait to go back again.
0: Yeah, I New York Comic Con is definitely on my bucket list. Uh, I would have to do it as a as an artist or a writer in my case. Mm-mm, yeah, yeah. Because I, again, I live in Illinois, and Will is in New York. So when he's done with this show, he can just you know go home. <laughs> I would hate to have to go to a hotel, which would be very expensive in New York, especially during that weekend.
3: Or yep, I have to yep. stay with a friend, yeah. which I do
0: have options with, right, Will?
1: Uh, After <laughs> so, all the times you've been treating me, especially when I have a certain benefactor over you for the le- last few remaining days, I don't know.
0: <laughs> well, also, no, that was a joke, just because I remember last week's show, like, I wouldn't want to stay in your place just because I don't want to see what horrors lie in your room.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and Believe even, me, you don't.
0: Oh, I know I don't. And you might be thinking, oh, Todd, that's unfair to say. Will's a, an anime guy. I get it. Okay, let me, let me tell you something remember when he said that he met the final fantasy cast that happened we have a picture to prove it would you like to know the shirt he was wearing <laughs> when he met that cast here's a hint it was a picture won't describe the picture i, I also couldn't see it a full because of, of his badge thank god but there was one word under that image and let me put it to you this way it's another word for an extreme kind of anime it starts with an H and ends in I. I think you guys can get the picture. Get it? <laughs> and he wore that to Comic-Con when he met a whole bunch of these people, including the cosplayer we, he talked about in the Final Fantasy cast. That's just the shirt he wore. Now imagine what might be in his room. I think not. <laughs> I have a friend in Brooklyn who is much more uh, tame. Normal? <laughs> no, normal is normal's subjective. I don't believe in normal. I mean, gosh dang it, do you think I'm normal? I mean, come on. Um, especially with my hair. But uh no, I would not first of all, I know you have a very busy household, Will, so I wouldn't want to impose on that front. <laughs> and second of all, I just don't want to see what your room is like. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so like, we, we, we have a good rapport right now. We have a good friendship. And I am grateful for all the time you supported me on my Kickstarter, but I don't need to see your room. I really don't.
1: So. <laughs> yeah, so bottom line, we will be the bestest friends forever if you have to keep your face out of my face. Pretty mm. anyway, much. <laughs> it's like, here's
0: the line. We can high-five each other across the line, but we do not pull each other over it.
2: <laughs>
1: all right. Uh, I missed that. I've scrubbed the episode. I missed that. Mm.
2: All right uh Scott, how about you go next? righty So I was getting myself back into the mojo of Spider-Man. So I actually am trying to finish Platinuming uh, Miles Morales because I didn't realize I didn't platinum that game, which is weird to think about. I don't have that problem because I don't <laughs> do platinuming. I just you know finish the game to be happy. I don't usually do platinum, but Spider-Man is a whole other story. <laughs> Clearly. <laughs> The only games that have like platinum are basically like Persona games, Spider Man, mm-hmm. and Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> interesting selection. It is a very interesting selection. They do not match at all. <laughs> so... But that is basically what I've been doing. Um, I'm getting probably a little too much hyped, but I'm also very hyped.
0: No, okay. Look, we, we are we are a <laughs> Nintendo podcast. We have, we have never made a joke not about that but, and Xbox sucks, but <laughs> that doesn't mean we can't like the other, okay, hold on. We can't, we can't like Sony games and then occasionally begrudgingly like Xbox games. All right. Like there's a, there's a difference. All right. Like for example, I got to play the Marvel, or sorry, the Spider-Man games on PC when they got ported. And I was really hyped for that. And then I played the first one and it was awesome. I love that game. It was so good. Like the twists and turns, how they, how they tailored the world to, you know, their own thing and yet made it feel familiar was great miles morales was not as good but also wasn't as long so you know there was that holding it back but i enjoyed that too really like how they handled miles and harlem and everything and even though i'm not getting the game tomorrow slash today because i don't have a ps5 if i did have one i would be getting it tomorrow and then i'd be like playing like an hour of mario then an hour of spider-man and an hour (laughs) of mario because i'm hyped for the game too because it looks so good so yeah, be I've hyped. been
1: seeing some gameplay of it, and yeah, it it looks very nice. It looks yeah! Very nice.
0: Yes. So don't don't be afraid to be hype, man. I mean, it's you are excited for this game, so be excited.
2: I am excited. There you go! <laughs> Especially <laughs> with his
1: uh, <laughs> notification from, from his uh, tracking. We'll um, yeah. Yeah, so be getting collector's 19 edition. inches of Venom.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Worthwhile, Collector's Edition. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know if you guys saw, but there's
0: someone out there giving away... 21 inches of venom just saying
2: it's real look it up yeah the new uh, hot toys brand venom
0: i think i don't remember i just saw the pic i saw like a header picture or whatever yeah and I, I you know i guess it is a game of inches so <laughs> yeah but no, be hype man i'm hyped for you and i will i know it will come to pc probably in 2024 and when i get my hands on it i will be hyped because i want to enjoy it so, yes. and I just now I just gotta avoid spoilers until then. <laughs> good luck with that.
2: Yeah, good luck. <laughs>
0: yeah. Well honestly, I I uh I guess just because I either wasn't like looking for it or I didn't have the right people in my timeline, I didn't have too much spoiled from the first Spider-Man game. The only thing I yeah. had spoiled was that Peter was working for Doc Ock and uh and you actually unintentionally helped him make the Doc Ock suit. I had that spoiled for me during a review. Uh, from x play rest in peace uh the yeah. second time but uh like that was it and i mean obviously i knew about martin lee and certain other things but i didn't know about aunt may dying that was that was a really that hit really hard yeah um how P- miles's dad died i didn't expect that especially since, you know he's live in spider-verse and you know like there were other things that I didn't have spoil, and that was great. And so I will do my best to not be spoiled, but I'm sure I'll all have some things, but I'll just endure. So, but no, dude, be hyped. You, 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 are, you are happy for a game that's coming out. That's always a good thing.
2: Okay? Yes. So okay. that's what I've been doing is platinum in it, which I'm one trophy away and it's probably the most annoying one, but it's the New Game Plus trophy. Oh, okay. Ah! I was about to say, it wasn't like the screwball stuff. I hate the screwball Oh, one. I hated screwball. I didn't even care to get all the DLC uh, trophies of Marvel Spider-Man because of that. Like, I'm sorry, who, th- I mean, look, Insomniac is great. Like,
0: let's just be honest here. They're <laughs> great. Who thought the screwball stuff was a good idea? First of all, this their voice actors. I mean, I know they probably cast ha- her to, you know, sound annoying, but, like, after, like, the, what, fifth mission, it's just like, can we just shut her up, please?
2: Like she did way too good like... a job to be annoying. <laughs> yeah, it's like, it's
0: like, where's the emotion? Action!
2: <laughs> oh, do we do we know if she's back in the sequel? Uh, I think so, but no! I haven't looked too much into it. No! <laughs> <laughs> and just like that, hype is gone. Hype is gone! <laughs> All right.
0: Uh for me, uh I have been uh I have been able to play more stuff recently, thankfully. Uh including Starfield. Yes, I got back into it. And I am once again in a state of eh? <laughs> Okay. So as I was reminded by uh our boss Koopa Keith, among others, the first like ten to fifteen hours are a bit slow, which again, not smart at all. Let us remind you that in the first like hour or so of Skyrim, you kill your first dragon, okay? And that sets the tone for everything. This is just like, hey, how many planets can you fly to in like the first hour, or 10 hours? Um, I finally unlocked my first quote-unquote special power, which is like a gravity field. Oh,
2: yeah, the Starborn or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And, I, and I get it, and I use it, and I'm just like, eh? Yeah. yeah, they're not really anything to write home about until you get them to level 10, really, but that's oh. way too much grinding to get payout for, to be honest.
0: Okay, I'm 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 serious, people. Like, and I'm gonna keep trying. I'm gonna keep like you know <laughs> plugging away. But let me put you this way: I stopped playing Persona Four Golden for various reasons, but mainly busyness. But I'll go back to it because I know that there is a deep story that I want to see unfold. Despite the fact that I know the ending to that one, thank you spoilers over the last fifteen years. But with this one, it's just like, do I need to see the end? <laughs> 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 and 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 I saw I saw a review. The other day, uh, or like maybe it was just like a tweet statement, and it goes, "I th- and it goes quote I think I know. Okay, I'm not gonna quote it actually. Uh, I think I know how to best enjoy Starfield. I'm going to uh, ignore just exploring the planets and focus only on the main quests and the main cities. And I think that's more my speed. Now, on the one hand, you might think, okay, that's fine. You you got to play it your way. But when you have someone saying that, and this was like a high-ranking journalist person saying that. I feel you failed. Not him, (laughs) but Bethesda. Yeah. Your game is so big and empty, which a lot of gamers have said. right, It's true. right. If your game is so empty that they're like, you know what, I'm just gonna forget just going to all these planets and seeing what's there. I'm just gonna, you know, do my thing, do the main campaign, the side quest, which I do enjoy the side quest at times. And you know, just just enjoy that. You fail. Because they spent like eight years trying to make this vast universe, and much like No Man's Sky, it's empty. And and uh, they actually pointed that out on the Honest trailer for the game, which we talked about before the show. <laughs> and, like, it's, you know, things, things do happen, but as he said, even the Honest trailer guy says, like, yeah, you'll enjoy it once you get like a good chunk into this campaign, but that's the problem. If you're making, forcing us to grind through the game just to get to the good parts... You're kind of you're kind of screwing with us a little bit, and then I keep seeing like these people say, "Oh, this is the game of the generation." I'm like, they must have been playing it for days without stopping <laughs> to enjoy it like that way, because I'm definitely not seeing it. And I love RPGs, like they're my jam. And I have I have played Bethesda games in the past, including Fallout Three. I stopped that one just because of, I think, timing issues or something like that. But I enjoyed it for a long time. Like, oh, this is cool. And I hated the ants. There was a like, giant fire. Oh,
2: ants. yeah.
3: I hated those
0: ants. <laughs> but, like, I was interested, in, like, yo, I liked Mega Ton. And, you know, Liam Neeson is your father. Well, you can go around with that. Yes. And, uh, you know, his death was tragic. But, you yes. know, I was, it was interesting going through the wasteland. It's not interesting going through this universe. It's just not.
2: Plus, and it's really it's kind of like object permeance too at least for my my take on it is because all like the maps and stuff are very vague on literally everything so you don't really understand how the galaxies are really all that connected which makes it even more just hard to understand where you're at in this universe when it comes to starfield especially with how much you have to fast travel literally everywhere
0: yeah, for me and that's it, it's like, yeah, oh click here, click here. Oh, you're getting scammed for contraband. I don't have contraband. Fine, go just go to the planet. Jump here, jump there, jump there, jump there, go to this place, sell a whole bunch of stuff. I hate the weight limit. Alright? Just make me Doom Guy where I can carry everything. And there's a mod to do that. And I'm very tempted to get that mod so I don't have to deal with this crap anymore. Um but here here's another one, like going back to your thing about the map not being the best. Uh the first mission before you the mission that leads directly to the temple where you get the the power or whatever um they're like hey look for anomalies and so i look on my map and it said there's three anomalies so i go to each of them and i try and scan them only one of them scans i don't understand and i'm like i don't get it where am i supposed to go and i had to look up a guide and say oh no no no, you're supposed to move around your camera and look for the flicker to dis- to understand that the anomalies are like look- are-, are heading i'm like how was i supposed to know that <laughs> and, like, apparently I skipped the dialogue line, I guess. I'm like, well, what happens if you're just a person like Faith? She totally does this. Like, who skips dialogue lines just because? You know, then you're screwed. All yeah. right? And that's not cool. And then, once you get into the temple, I, I couldn't figure out how to activate the the, the spinning wheel thing. Oh, and- yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, what am I supposed to do? And I'm like, I finally, I just, like, pause and I look around. And I'm like, okay, there's kind of a glowing light right there. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, yeah, by the way, you can totally touch those lights, which they do not tell you at all. And then nah. I have to like get to them in a certain amount of time where they vanish to another spot in the room, which is totally dumb. I'm like, and then all you get is a gravity power, which you don't even get to use properly because there's nothing around to affect
2: it. Ah! It's so weird. I, <laughs> l-
0: look, let me put it to you this way. I got my code for Starfield because of my boss, because he had a collector's edition, a review code, and he bought a version, another version. And I got the special edition code. And Co- Keith even said to me, uh, I kind of wish I didn't have to open this. It's really pretty. Cr- pack. And I'm, I'm sorry, Keith. I didn't realize that. I now feel bad that I made him open that collector's edition because I'm not exactly enjoying this game. <laughs> I could have let my boss have a pristine collector's edition, which would have totally made him happy, but instead, because he offered it and I took it, it's now ruined. And, like, I feel bad. Not because I'm not enjoying this game. I mean, that just happens. But, you know, I, I cost my boss potential nice money in the future, all because Bethesda can't make a good game <laughs> <laughs> so yeah that was an uh, experience for sure but uh, thankfully I bounced back by playing lots and lots of Tetris 99 <laughs> <laughs> that's a real game <laughs> I don't need to travel the universe I just need to try and beat up 98 other people uh, sadly I have not gotten a uh, total victory uh, I got to ninth though, which is not bad and even without my Nitro deck, which I have happily removed, I have done very consistently well, including had like four games in a row between like 10 and 25, which is not bad at all. Um, again, you just get into a rhythm and it's so fun. And then on the other times you're like, oh, I'm doing really well. And then it just like piles up on you. Like, how did it get into this mess? Or you accidentally press a button wrong and and then the block drops in the wrong spot and you have, you're panicking because you're trying to get, to remove it. And you're like, how fast can I get through this before I get stacked on? Um, there's just a, a a simple elegance to Tetris 99 that I really, really enjoy. So I'm glad I've been having that. But, of course, tomorrow I will be getting uh, Super Mario Brothers Wonder from our boss so that I can review it for the site, so be on the lookout for that. Uh, we'll talk about the game in a little bit, but I have heard wonderful things, and it apparently is going to be a challenge to beat, which I look forward to. So we shall see how it goes. <laughs> And by the way, I'm totally fine with saying Super Mario Brothers Wonder is better than Starfield, and I haven't even played the game yet. <laughs> so, with that, we are going to head to the news because there's been a large amount of stuff to talk about, including with a certain upcoming game. So, it's time to go down the war pipe. And first, Super Mario Brothers Wonder. Like, mm-hmm. oh my gosh, there's been so much news about this game. Like, it's honestly a lot to talk about. But we'll start with the big thing, which is uh, the review scores. I'm going to Metacritic right now, <laughs> just to <laughs> make sure that... Uh, In a make...
2: live feed from Metacritic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Reporting live from Metacritic, it is the Super Mario Brothers score. And at the time of this recording, which is a couple days after it launched, oh my gosh, it went up. Okay, oh, it, wow it was at ninety-one when it the first like seventy-two reviews came out. It is now at ninety-three. Oh. Also, I kid you not, Scott. I brought up Metacritic, and the first ad that plays is for Mario Marvel Superman 2. Or Superman 2. <laughs> Superman Marvel 2, Superman yes. 2. <laughs> it's
2: like, wow, did, they really did it. get that crossover.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> anyway, uh, fans want Marvel vs. DC too. I'm just saying. Um, but yeah, it is now ninety-three. Out of 82 critics' reviews, that That's is impressive. dang impressive. There is exactly one mixed review. <laughs> one. The 2D Mario, how dare it? <laughs> Close, actually, and it's actually from a well-known site. It's from Digital Spy. Oh, huh. I know, right? I was expecting like some, you know, like low-level blog, like oh, it's just shocking. You shaming yourself. It says it is the digital scores digital spy score was a seventy. It says it is a game that tries to invoke a feeling of discovery every possible turn, but in doing so loses the element of wonder fairly quickly. Which okay. is a, <laughs> Yeah, which is a direct conflict with a bunch of a hundred perfect scores that <laughs> go like this this refreshed all over and endlessly innovative Mario is full of surprises in his next two D adventure. So this is as close to a new Super Mario world as we're going to get anytime soon. Like I'm sorry, that seems like high price to me. So just saying but yeah I'm very happy to hear that the game has gotten such a high score and oh by the way starfield only an 83 so that doesn't seem like game of the year material to me I don't know and uh actually just to recheck something uh Marvel spider-man 2 91 so marvel so so Mario's better than Marvel which is better than starfield so that's that is exactly how it should go <laughs> You're welcome. But yeah, uh, I'm very happy about these scores because you know you hear oh like oh yeah this is gonna be fun it's gonna be innovative it's gonna be creative but until you actually play it you don't know. Mm-hmm. Again like I... a Starfield.
1: <laughs> <laughs> like if anything else, Mario games like one it's Mario like they're gonna do well it's just how well they're gonna do and with Wonder, yeah people just like have played it and actually like followed them the the theme that the uh, the creators were going for. Again, wonder, whatever you can expect, expect and unexpected and all that. So just see like as you said, see seeing these reviews kind of reflect on that is just yeah, it's it's good to see. It's good to see.
0: Yeah. So again, but as always, whether it's Starfield, Spider Man, Mario, Zelda, uh, Mario RPG, whatever, uh make your own opinions, please. We joke about, you know, people's opinions all the time but try try it for yourself see if you like it you might you might you might not you never know until you get it okay but the other thing that's been going on is that because of a series of developer interviews we've gotten so much information about uh Mario Brothers Wonder in terms of its development process the thoughts of the team as they were making everything it it was wonderfully complex it, for example They actually spent more money on the game in terms of its visuals and animation than previous titles because, no joke, they wanted it to look a little more like the movie. (laughs) (laughs) Now Uh. Now, to be clear, the visual style, like how Mario and Luigi and Daisy and Peach look, was inspired by the movie. That was that Princess Peach game we talked about last week. Still not exactly pleased about that. But uh, producer Takashi Tezuka noted, traditionally, our development costs have gone into the gameplay experience itself. Of course, it's absolutely essential. But this time, we really wanted to pour some of that into the animations. People who are coming for the Mario movie are going to see that and think, this is what Mario does. This is how Mario moves. And we wanted them to experience something similar to that, end quote. So I found this interesting because you don't really think about the animations that much in a 2D Mario game not usually not usually because you you look at like okay mario can run mario can jump he gets power-ups he sends out fireballs or whatever you know he ha- when he has the cape he floats it's great stuff but when you look at the, like the the trailers for wonder and some of the like the little things like how the enemies move or how they interact with each other or the mario you see there's a lot more animation there and you're like oh that's what they did like goombas can actually react to you more instead of just looking like blank slates all the time before they get smushed, so it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting to see how that all pays off and, and a lot of people have been complimenting them saying that the past games have looked really staticky because of the lack of really refined animation because they were fine doing what they had before.
2: yeah, it's fair, yeah
0: and no, I'm not going to thank Chris Pratt for this okay's <laughs> a baton I mean if it was because of the movie that would that mean it's Chris Pratt's uh success that led to this? no that would be say that's the that success of illumination because they're the actual ones who animated it faith <laughs> <laughs> she's, she's not here and I can still feel her presence which is usually not a bad thing except when we talk about Chris Pratt so just looming over you <laughs> looming <laughs> I'm, I'm everywhere todd uh i can i can make sure chris prance in all the conversations yeah i know faith i know uh <laughs> now another thing they revealed which i really loved was the topic of the wonder flowers so in a, in a nintendo interview that they did they talked about what it was like coming up with the wonder effect and they noted that that they took great pains to make a world that incorporated this idea of wonder. And actually their first idea for the wonder flower was the pipe, the pipe that, you know, bends and contracts kind of like a worm. Yeah, Mm -hmm. that was their first idea. (laughs) <laughs> and they're like, I don't know if we can incorporate that, and they're like, no, no, no let's just let's just run with it, <laughs> and they did, and they, that's where they came up with the idea of the wonder effect and using unconventional visuals in the game, and this is where I got one of my favorite quotes. He goes, from then on, we held wonder prototype meetings where we selected <laughs> well, it where we selected ideas from the more than two thousand sticky notes and other materials oh. produced in the idea sharing session. Say that five times fast, and created. Prototypes that match the world of Wonder. Various ideas were incorporated into the game as we went along. Unquote. Yeah, they had two thousand sticky notes, which I would have loved to been a part of. Like, ooh, let's do this sticky note. Let's do this sticky note. <laughs> but I, I don't like that idea. Oh, really? I'll write that down. Sticky it. <laughs> do you just imagine it, guys? Just being in a room, staring at like a, like a, let's say like a giant whiteboard, and on that whiteboard is nothing but sticky notes of Wonder ideas.
1: <laughs> oh the potential <laughs> i mean it's basically meme, mean material like the be the fact like in that like in the in the drawing room like yeah two sticky notes of many different ideas like oh how we gonna change it like and just seeing all those notes like uh, okay which one works which one sticks and like <laughs> it's funny to think about
0: it's hilarious because that's the kind of freedom that this game gave the developers. It's not just, okay, what's the new power up we can do? Like, they're not going to do 2,000 sticky notes for that because it's very basic stuff. You know, turn into an elephant, turn into a tanuki, turn in, give them fire powers, ice powers, time stops. You know, that's basic stuff. But then when you're doing the wonder flower and you're trying to rewrite an entire level to make it interesting or completely wacky, there's so much you can do. <laughs> I mean, and you know that there's we've only seen a small taste of what the wonder a flower can do, you yeah. know, like getting chased by bulls or getting inflated and floating through space or trying to dig into the ground to get away from a giant monster, trying to attack you from above. You know, we've only seen like we've only scratched the surface with this and all those sticky notes that didn't get used. That could be in the sequel. <laughs> <laughs> so they're not running out of ideas anytime soon. <laughs>
2: That's the real question. How many sticky notes did they not use? That, that is a question. Ah, true, true, true. That
0: is the question, Scott. Yeah. So I praise them, and they even said that they worked to uh, work. They sorry, they worked to deliver a special sound effect for the Wonder Flower, so that when you hit it, it would reverberate in a way that would let you know that something big is about to happen. And like that's detail that I can really appreciate, ladies and gentlemen. So. Now, uh, on the flip side, there were ideas that um probably shouldn't have uh, been incorporated into the game, but
1: almost
0: were <laughs> Now, Now, as we just revealed, like they were throwing a lot of ideas at the board in the very literal sense. And as a result of this, and due to the fact that they didn't have a timeline to come up with a good prototype, uh, they were thinking about everything and actually trying out just about anything to make the game stand out and one of the things that they came up with i believe it was tezuka who came up with this was the idea of a live commentary what do we mean by that well if do you remember street fighter 6 it's okay if you haven't played it but in street fighter 6 they actually had commentators who would react to your actions in the game and you could pick between like actual fighting gamers there was the wrestler selena vega there was a a, i think like a japanese idol was one of them and so on and so forth and they would speak as the match was going on they would like have recorded various lines and the game would intuitively pick out which one was best for the situation well they actually tried that for mario where they would have someone basically narrate and talk to you as you were playing and they said that this was actually a rather unique idea that they had which on its own okay, I mean, it's unusual for a platformer versus a fighting game, but, you know, they could have made it work. And then they decided, hey, what would Will want us to do here? I really thought I'd get a reaction from him to on that one, Scott. I mean, oh, <laughs> sure, <laughs> blame you, Todd. Where you oh, target. I'm going to blame you. This is so you, okay? They had, a, let's call it a, a regular announcer, you know, your typical announcer for the commentary. And then they decided, hey, what if we make a commentator that acts like a tsundere? <laughs> for those of you uncultured people, I'm defending you, so See, don't say I don't defend you. I'm, def- I'm defending your taste right now. Uh, for you uncultured people, a sendere, and typically is an uh, a- anime woman. I'm just going to say anime, not Japanese. Anime woman who is usually very, very mean to you for very superficial reasons, but secretly actually kind of likes you and will treat you nice in the proper moments, you know, and will eventually be your love interest for most of the anime series until the end. And, uh, but yeah, they did that. They made a live live color commentator who was actually kind of mean to you as you played and yet was also secretly nice to you. And as they said in the interview, and I'm direct quoting this: "According to our playtest records, quite a few people were switching to the Cinderei commentary."
2: So <laughs> You're saying a lot of them were cultured. <laughs> yeah. Sure. That's that's exactly what I'm saying, Scott.
0: <laughs> this is one of those stories where you just like, okay, they didn't do, they didn't really do that, right? And they're like, no, actually, we did, and the players actually liked the Yeah. <laughs> But wait, there's more. <laughs> I mean it. So you might be asking yourselves, well, obviously, they scrapped the idea because they realized it wouldn't work in a 2D platforming setting, right? No. <laughs> That's not why they scrapped it at all. They actually scrapped it because they realized it would be too much work to get all the voice, to voice lines to match what you were doing in the game. So they just yeah. didn't—they just didn't want to do more work. They didn't think it was a bad idea. They were—they would have kept it if they could figure out a way to do it without, uh, you know, a lot of extra effort.
2: Next Mario. Next Mario.
0: <laughs> oh, oh no! Why did I just think of that? Oh no! You could have two different kinds of commentators. You could have the Peach commentator or the Bowsette commentator. <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh my gosh!
0: Look, I, I, we've, talk, we've joked all the time about how Nintendo doesn't always have the greatest ideas. But even with this one, I'm like, what the heck, Nintendo?
3: <laughs> like color, com-
0: color commentator, fine. You know, that's try it out, see what you, see what you can do with it. You know, maybe it could work. But then they're like, hey, what if we have a Cinderella commentator? We're sure the fans would like that. Like, what kind of message are you sending here? <laughs> Actually, the if anything,
1: it. else, Nintendo has been kind of going the like the quote unquote questionable route regarding to like walking line between like oh nice and and kiddie friendly to like what are you doing Nintendo from Nintendo's trailer. and again that I think that that's what they're purposely kind of doing. I mean, even, even with the whole Cinderella commentary, like. It's like, okay, people, again, people and different tastes and all that fine. But again, let's not forget, again, with that recent ad advertisement from Nintendo themselves, that Bowser likes some dick. This is true.
0: <laughs> we did just talk about that. We did. <laughs> and, uh, and, and you know what? I just thought of another idea. Forget Bowser's set as a commentator. What if we got Bayonetta? <laughs> oh. Hey, super my. mario brothers by platinum studios oh my you really do know how to work that pipe <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay on that one do not hire me nintendo i'm just like i will wait my turn for another game i do not want to work on that one with bayonetta <laughs> as the commentator Give it oh. here, <laughs> again i just love that line that there were a bunch of people who switched to the Sundari commentary <laughs> I want I I know it's mean. I want to see video footage of that like them reacting to the uh Cendere commentator like berating them. And I want to hear how the tsundere sounded. Like let's be generous like who did they get cuz obviously it was it would have been a japanese voice actress obviously. So, yeah. who who did they get to be the tsundere? <laughs> oh my gosh. I, I'm in almost real tears. Ladies and oh my gosh, I am crying. Am I- <laughs> 'Cause this is just so funny. <laughs> Don't forget the napkins. <laughs> Don't forget the napkins. <laughs> I can make a joke here, but I will not. Um Yeah, Nintendo almost had a sundere commentator in one in their Mario title. Mario. Yeah, wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and let's be and and, and to be fair to what Will said, you know. Nintendo has walked the line in the past with certain things. A Fire Emblem is a great example of this. And I ain't talking about heroes, though I obviously could very easily. (laughs) Um, In the main games, there are plenty of both men and women who act a certain way. And it's not even, you know, that I ain't trying to hide it. You know, and I don't. might this time I'm not saying you're referring to how they dress, but just like how they like act towards other men and women and whatever. And it's just like, oh, yeah, they're trying to invoke that kind of a personality. And you're like, OK, ha, OK, I got it, you know, different personalities because of all the characters. But like that at least fits in the setting, per se, versus this. Where it's like, yeah, we're going to put a Sundere voice in a Mario title where, you know, the characters don't actually talk. I don't know. But this this <laughs> almost happened. So never forget the bullet you dodged, ladies and gentlemen, or maybe you would have taken that bullet. I know Will would have. Nope, still no reaction. Darn it. Okay, <laughs> one day Will, one day. Uh, okay, now let's let's calm it down a little bit. and Talk about something a little bit more pleasant than a secondary color comment. I still can't get over this. I'm sorry. Like, uh, <laughs> I really want to know how she sounded now. Just because, like, out of curiosity, it's like, like, how Well, that like, will be probably forever
1: mean? be on the cutting room floor unless somebody yeah. sneaks into Nintendo
0: headquarters and gets that audio.
1: Go to Nintendo
0: headquarters. Do it. must be done. Do it. Um, yeah, but let, let, let's let's bring it down to the other side. If you are a huge fan of Super Mario Brothers, Wonder before or after its release and you want something to commemorate, the event they are going to be releasing elephant mario plushies in japan they have not been confirmed for the rest of the world but you never know remember we have pokemon plushies and other plushies here in the u.s among other places so it will come out in 2024 so you will have to wait a while it'll be uh, 10 inches tall you know not the biggest elephant but let's be honest we didn't want it to be life-size here or do we how tall is mario again like five something
1: Something like that, yeah. yeah. I'll, I'll look it up.
0: Uh, but yeah, it, it actually has a really pretty good detail. You can find the tweet about it online. Um, Mario's height. Ch- Mario height chart. Oh my gosh. Uh, how tall are Mario characters? Mario's official height is five one. Okay, yeah. Okay, so you know that that wouldn't be the worst life size thing. I know they make life size like five foot bears and such. Um, remember when the Pokemon Center made like that life size Snorlax pillow? Uh, yeah. I totally would have bought that. You know, if I actually had the room.
2: Very cuddly. I do not.
0: <laughs> I do not. But uh, yeah, so be on the lookout for that. It's going to be uh, interesting. Speaking of interesting, I thought the Cinderella storyline was going to be the most interesting storyline in technically is. But uh, Splatoon 3 said, nah, uh, uh. Because they <laughs> revealed the next Splatfest. And not surprisingly. What? Yeah, exactly. And not surprisingly, ladies and gentlemen, it is Halloween themed, as it should be. Right? I mean, we're right at that time of the year. Interaction, gentlemen. Interaction. <laughs> is, I'm just like, people, people,
1: many Splatoon festivals and series season starving for Splatoon, splatoon Halloween, Like, they <laughs> haven't done it for the past two games, and we they have haven't? not had this. Huh? Are
0: you sure they haven't?
1: Uh, like they did, like
0: they, they have it in the previous
1: two games, but they haven't done for Splatoon, Splatoon 3 until now. Oh, okay, well, that's it. Splatoon Ween, right? There you and um, yeah, now that we finally get a uh, full fledged, like, really everything's been big, be, be uh, changed and dressed up for a uh, Splatoon Ween is just like, yeah. And the topics, yeah, uh, you want to go oh, to oh, the topics?
0: I, I got it, I got it. But uh, definitely check out the special uh, custom art they did for this, it's actually really, really cool. Mm-hmm. But the top, the we thre- want to call it the triple threat thread that you are going to be picking from are zombies, skeletons, and ghosts. Now, <laughs> yeah, hold on. We're not done yet. Because you might think, okay, so we're picking, like, which one is the best Halloween monster, right? No. Okay, we're picking which one is scariest, right? No. <laughs> well, what are we picking, Todd? Well, between a zombie, a skeleton and a ghost who would you want to be your best friend (laughs) this is real
1: oh my gosh yeah (laughs) now remembering that topic anymore I think I know which one I'm gonna go for this time around because uh, with with the Splatoon wing, like everybody dressed up like okay one I love Shiver's outfit because one is basically is the upper moon demons of Steven Slayer plus for the whole Kabuki style and all that by all means I'm great but the fact that you had to join the whole wrong team of zombies (laughs) and undead like dude zombies are, are like 2000s like Don't we, we had so them. much zombies already it's, <laughs> like let him die, no pun intended it's just like come on of all things you gotta choose zombies like enough yeah, already nah, and Fry, I, I gotta give props to Fry's outfit just by all means it's just abs- like one very cultural reference style with the whole skeletons and all that which yeah, just really g- a good style from Fry and Big Man it's just basically Oogie Boogie from uh, Nightmare Before Christmas <laughs> like, Instantly uh, makes him the winner <laughs> I mean, it's not very hard for him to like change that album. But yeah, it's basically Oogie Boogie from, from Nightmare. But will before he sing? Christmas.
0: I'm just saying. Like, Oogie Boogie sang. I'm the Oogie Boogie man. So, don't know why I learned Louis Armstrong there, but it worked. Um, if you don't know who Louis Armstrong is, get cultured, people. <laughs> so, but yeah, this is the real Splatfest. So we are not joking here. You are going to pick which one do you feel would be the best friend to have, a zombie, a skeleton, or a ghost. And obviously, Nintendo was in on the joke that technically none of them would be great friends for very obvious reasons. But, you know, stretch your imaginations here, ladies and gentlemen. And let's uh, Let's see. Uh, let's, let's see how it works. Now, we won't make our picks here because uh, the Spy fest is next week. It'll be uh, the 27th through the 29th. So Halloween weekend, yes. Halloween, Halloween weekend, weekend. Yes, Halloween weekend. Yep. And so you'll be able to enjoy it then. And, uh, yeah, I know who I'm picking, but it's a very practical way of thinking about it. And I will say this what in and, and if you if you're wondering why skeletons does on the list you can't think of the skeletons as just bones all right like you need to think of them as like animated skeletons and the best example i can give of this ironically enough is halloween
2: town yes. yeah yeah it pretty much it pretty much is that I, I ah. kinda,
1: yeah i think everyone i think everyone here you and me wanna stick like yeah this is basically night by christmas and yeah like uh, it, it, it's just it's too easy i mean how how much that that movie especially now back in Halloween, that movie is so culturally relevant in these day and age.
0: Yes. Yeah. I I kid you not. um, I, uh, I was thinking about the skeleton from Halloween town, who was the cab driver, if you recall, Best cab and driver. Best cab driver. Until <laughs> Intelli- he turned evil at that one point. Um, but that wasn't found- his fault. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't his fault. But I remember, got- the dog chased him away. It was a great time. But uh, I was literally thinking about that guy. I'm like, oh yeah. This-. I was like, if you're going to do skeleton, you got to think of it like the dude from Halloween Town. And I kid you not, I go on the Twitter like a couple hours later, and there's a gif of the dude, like just staring <laughs> me in the face. And I'm like, I have never seen that gif. On Twitter before, and yet here it was, as a few hours after I was thinking of that dude. So yeah, you need to think of it as like an animated skeleton that could talk with you, uh, you know, uh, walk and everything, or like a video game skeleton where you fight them, like in uh, uh, Killer Instinct uh spinal spinal is a walking skeleton and no yes i know it's more complicated than that i'm just giving it <laughs> all right his his story in the reboot is like really crazy but uh because he's technically not actually the bones but anyway uh so yeah and then for the zombies they're like wait a minute zombies are like monsters and whatever okay i want you to picture the zombie more as Roddy tops from shantae <laughs> how's that for a reference it's like I've, I've come prepared for this okay and, like, because Roddy, you know, not the brightest girl in, in the Shantae universe, but she means well and she can be a good friend and help you out. So think of, like, that level of zombie, not, like, you know, walking dead zombies. All right. So and then ghosts are, you know, that's, that's actually pretty easy, obviously, like with Casper or the, yeah. uh, the ghost from Hogwarts or stuff like that. So that's the way I want you to picture this as you go into next weekend. Don't think of the monster version. Think of the most... How do we want to say it?
2: Disneyfied. Yeah, the the Disneyfied, the kid friendly. The they have a whole trilogy of zombies singing it to people. So, you know. oh my god, they do! <laughs> I completely forgot about that. They do. Oh my gosh!
0: Don't recommend watching it, but they have. No. <laughs> it's trust. Trust me, it gets weird. It, I I had to write about like work scripts for those movies at times. It was, yeah. But uh, it was so Disney. Let's put it to you that way. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. First, it zombies, there were zombies, and there were werewolves, and it was aliens, and it's just like, okay, fine, we get it. Okay, we get it. You're trying <laughs> to make nice of all these monsters. But yes, that is the way I want you to think about this going to next Black Fest. All right. So we will not make our picks right here, but that is the mindset we're going to go into making our choices next week. Okay, gentlemen. You know, yes, like I the, am. I the am. best version of these monsters. Which would you want as your best friend? So yeah. <laughs> I'm, this is still weird, though. <laughs> like, we have to, the fact that we have to actually, like, really think about this. Like, this isn't even, like, a love, money, fame situation. Or, a, you know, what do you want to have on, this, on the island to survive if you can only have one thing? You know, this is, like, actual deep pondering. Where you're like, okay, if I have to have a monster as a best friend, which one do I actually want? Okay. <laughs> Madness, all of it.
2: She, 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 she,
0: she. All right. <laughs> Oh, do you want to take the next part?
1: Um, yeah, like just add as well, like um, uh, alongside with like the the new the new uh Splatoon uh, Splatoon a uh, Halloween theme as well. Uh, just adding on to like the from in deep cut, uh, if you do have the actual expansion, uh, Kelly Marie will also be donning like a very uh Halloween themed outfits as well. So if you want to go, if you do have the actual, um the Ink uh add on. Definitely uh, check out, check out, check it out uh, in, in the uh next weekend. As well as alongside with that, they also um, uh, introduced an uh, an update, uh, incoming update for the Mahi Mahi Resort stage. So there will be some changes uh, in regard to that stage, like how people will be flowing through in that stage. So there will be a, a stage, uh, some changes in that stage. So just quick FYI, which will be coming in, in the next update, I believe, on October seventeenth. Oh, that actually happens now. So yeah.
0: I thought you were going to talk about the other thing. Well, I
1: mean, yes, there is the uh, also one more thing, which also was a few days afterward, which is we're getting more Amiibos. We're finally getting more <laughs> Sp- uh, Splatoon three moves, which is Deep Cut, and yeah, uh, this the the these uh, d- uh, Deep Cut Amiibos will be releasing on the same day as uh, Super Mario RPG, which is the October seventeenth. Uh, Try uh, again. Sixteenth. Uh,
0: no. You said October
1: uh oh november 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 sorry november (laughs) 17th my bad my bad so yeah we'll be releasing on november 17th alongside um, mario rpg and yeah if you want to go and don the outfits of deep cut of shiver fry and big man by all means this is the perfect opportunity as well as taking some snapshot snapshots in with them and yeah i just gotta say like when they released that uh highlight uh, highlight trailer especially with big man like big man can't even fit in the amiibo box you can't
0: that was hilarious
1: <laughs> like <laughs> I-, I know like big man like the big man is more or less in with the size of the guardian amiibo but the fact they couldn't even um match the size for big man is like oh i hit my head like <laughs> It's just kind of funny they actually took some details like yeah, Big Man is a big man and he can't fit in the amiibo box, and so it's just. But the the outfits you get with them again, donning uh, Shiver, Fries, or Big Man's outfit is definitely a, n- a nice little detail. If you if you're a collector of amiibos by all means, this is definitely a one set you may want to go and check out. Especially really for...
0: some people get it.
1: <laughs> true 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 but yeah I, i'm happy for it it's coming out on the same day as uh super Mario rpg so yeah probably i'll be like g- g- collecting it in my in my set as well so yeah yeah if you want to go uh, take some shots with deep cut by all means this is your perfect chance to get so and with, again coming out on uh, november 17th alongside Super Mario rpg
0: hey scott did you hear this amiibo sets coming out november 17th which is the same day as super mario rpg did you know that now I do. Oh, see? You guys <laughs> tell them these things, Will.
2: You gotta tell them these things.
0: Man. it's kind of hard
1: to actually think about, like, really managing the amiibo release dates now, because I know, I I believe it's on November 3rd, it would be the Zelle. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I think the Weber 30 is for, for the, yes, Zelda. Uh, the Zelda amiibos. Zelda and Ganondorf, yes. Yeah, yeah. That will be really in the beginning of November. So that's, yeah. And now, of course, naturally, we still have to wait for the Sora amiibo, which whenever that comes out next year. So just, just enjoy that.
0: that we're getting it in the first place. Because <laughs> <laughs> I know Scott's like, excited for that one. Yes. All right. But then we got to move on. We have no more amiibo talk. We got to move on. All right, all right, Yeah, because uh the next episode of Pokemon Paldean Wins came out. And I'm just gonna be honest here. I'm not feeling this series, guys. I'm just not. Um, I mean, it's a unique spin enough on Paldea, and they're trying to do some interesting stories, but I'm just not connecting it. Like the characters, Um, the animation's beautiful. Like uh, the studio behind it is just incredible work, absolutely. Like they did a really cool rendering of a Pokemon battle. And I love that. But then the moment we get into the character stuff, it's just like way over the top for my taste. Uh, I don't like how some of it was rendered there's like uh, uh, one of the trainers that we meet uh, blows up as Pokemon because they lost a battle and it just it just came off as so fake it's like wow like that's how you're gonna do it okay fine and then of course they did like the power of friendship at the end and they almost ruined Nimona almost. Cause she's like, cause she's doing a battle, and she's like, "Oh, he she, he topped it out, so it wouldn't see you cry." Like what? <laughs> like, which is a direct line from the game. Yeah. Like that's still a really cheesy line for Nomona to say. So, uh, yeah, I just I'll keep trying it just to see what they can do. But like Twilight Wings and uh, Hisui Snow, and some of the other ones were like so much better than this. And it's really sad because I really enjoy these mini series, but this one just does not connect with me at all. So.
2: That's unfortunate.
0: It <laughs> is because I mean I like Paldea and there's some really cool stuff. And again, the the main story of uh, Scarlet and Violet was great. Yes. And mm-hmm. Path of Legends, and then with nimona and uh the teams. Okay, the storyline of Team Star was great. The gameplay not so. <laughs> <cool>. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but like, and then of course the Area Zero twists at the end, like that was powerful stuff. And then this is just like, uh oh yeah. And then it was like it was all like the the whole point of their friendship was like, like tied to a candy. Where feel like if you get the right one, you get like a really sweet treat inside. I'm like, what? <laughs> I don't get it. So, but we do have it. Uh, or you can go find it on YouTube if you. Or I think we we have it on the website. So go check that out if you want. Uh, okay. This one is something that made me really happy. Uh, as we revealed last week, Sakurai, uh R D or Daddy Sakurai, revealed that he was going to do a special collaboration on his YouTube channel. And I kid you not, ladies and gentlemen. 15 minutes after we ended the show probably even less than that he revealed the the youtuber he was going to be on i can't believe we did this, this happen to us again we always joke that the big news happens after the podcast airs it. and right after i'm done editing scott drops the tweet that says hey here's what who sakurai is going to be with and i'm like really <laughs> now uh it was the retro game master which yep. is a long <laughs> long Channel over in Japan, and as he likes to call himself, he is the father of Let's Play videos, which is technically accurate.
3: Yeah,
0: so, uh but what Sakurai did was instead of just like talking with the dude, he they brought out a, a special arcade archives game. It's more like a collection, but whatever. And they challenged each other in arcade titles from the ni- late 1970s all the way up to like 1987, I believe it was, a- a- and basically decided like see let's see who can win and like let's talk about the games and what made them special and everything and you think well that that sounds kind of boring it's not no (laughs) it's actually really cool so good (laughs) it's a three-part series we have all three parts on the website i made sure of it you're welcome (laughs) and like each one's about 30 minutes long but it
2: will fly by it is so good <laughs> it's so fun and i think they do they have like good chemistry together too while they play the games <laughs> oh yeah
0: there is a definite um uh what's the word dominant and submissive personality <laughs> yes <laughs>
2: yeah.
0: yeah oh also well i forgot to make a makama joke during the cinderi thing but you're i we can just pretend i had it in there but uh because i'm sure some cinderis would like to make certain people their dogs so chance on man but yeah like this was such a a fun thing because first of all sakurai is such a wealth of knowledge and seriously and and the retro game master wasn't a slouch himself he actually remembered a game that was on the original ps2 that was about a a woman riding using a coat hanger to get across wires and he said he had a lot of fun but then the game was canceled and he's like and Sakurai was like, I've never even heard of that game. And he's like, Yeah, I don't know what happened to it. And they actually showed a tip that told him that he wasn't crazy that this was an actual game. And it was just like, Wow, that really did exist. And like the banter between these two. And if you ever wonder just how good Sakurai is as a gamer, allow me to break it down. Across the three videos, they played 25 games together. There was actually a 26 game, but that was a different thing. And they, they, we're going to do it head to head to see who would win but here's the handicap sakurai had one life and the game master had three more more times than not there were a few games that wouldn't allow that but uh and even with that major handicap and sometimes even being at like the hardest level of difficulty sakurai won 14 out of the 25 games
2: yeah and, yeah, and, it was very impressive to watch. He knows his. He knows how to play games very well. Yeah, <laughs> and,
0: and also it should be noted that many of the times when he lost the games, he was significantly farther ahead than the Retro Game Master.
2: Yeah. So who really won those games? <laughs> and it's not like yeah, the Retro Game Master is a bad player at all. He no. still was pretty competent. It's just Sakurai is just like on such a huge next level.
0: Yeah. And you you could argue that uh, Retro Game Master is more of like a casual player. Yeah. You know, because, yeah, he's been doing it for 20 years, but he's not like a super programmer. He's just wow. as, he, he takes the games head on and see what, how he does. But yeah, Sakurai was a boss and he's talking while playing the games. He's <laughs> admitting that it's hard to talk and play the game at the same time.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. The LP curse. Yeah. You, apparently, like, supposedly, if you do commentate, your performance does suffer in regards to it, but apparently not for Daddy Sakurai.
0: Yeah. Well, <laughs> not, not all the time anyway. But, uh,. <laughs> I think one of my favorite parts about this was I learned about games I had never even heard of. And I consider myself somewhat knowledgeable, even in the early generations. But there were ones that I had never heard of. And there was like this one game that was kind of like a precursor to like Sin and Punishment, where it was like, you know, that front, uh, front facing avatar going through the level, shooting everything in sight. And I'm just like, this looks so beautiful. This was an arcade game. You know they as they're going through the years you see the the developments and advancements that they had in, in these these even these primitive game development times and how they were able to make things work for them it's just like wow they really made the most of what they had and it's wonderful so if you haven't watched this <laughs> I, recommend. <laughs> I recommend like i i've seriously i i got to watch these on three days where i was not doing my best mentally I was so happy after I was. Done. I'm like, oh, it's over. What do you mean? I've been watching this for 30 minutes. <laughs> it doesn't feel like it. And, and Sakurai and the game master said they would love to do this again. So I'm all I am all for it. And if- Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> a- a- again, just watch the videos. You'll see the Sakurai is just having so much fun. Like, he's not guiding anybody. Or it's like, you know, this is what I think about game design. It's just like, oh, no, this game is so great. Like, look at those graphics. Or, hey, you should really do this combination with the weapons and the bombs and everything. And then just like, he's so, he's just so knowledgeable. He's so good. That's why he's our daddy, Sakurai. <laughs> so, yeah. High recommend. High recommend. All right. Where are we at next? Uh, I'll go quickly into this one. Sonic Superstars. So, uh, that game's out. Though surprisingly, I haven't heard a lot about it. Have you guys? Like a lot, just general chatter.
1: I mean, general chatter-wise for for Sonic Superstars, like, I've seen Scout Focus, like, reveal of it, and, like, it's it's fine, but uh, at the same time, it's it's made from the people who did, like, the uh, others, um, like, the new Yoshi story, as well as the great Sega failure, which is Balan Wonderland. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, it's, it's, (laughs) The, the game it's fine it's a sonic game but at the same time it's uh, it's not it, as it's not it's
0: no mario brothers wonder
1: true, true. <laughs> that, that,
2: that,
0: that. <laughs> no it's just i i brought this up because this is actually something our boss cooper keith told on twitter he's like why am i not hearing more about sonic superstars and actually while i'm thinking about it let me go to metacritic and look up that one um because you know, I remember it it didn't get bad reviews. I, I don't think it did it, I mean, like overall bad reviews, yeah, it's at a seventy five yeah that's not bad. and, and then a user
2: ratings are at right, uh, nine point oh that is impressive, Maybe yeah, that. well, the Sonic fans are loving it. I oh, think. yeah which but I think that's not really saying much because most Sonic fans love sonic games <laughs> yeah. and and they're just probably happy to have a two d a new two d Sonic. yeah. Demo. We haven't okay. had one since Mania, and ever since Mania, everyone's just been asking for more 2D Sonic. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, make of that what you will. But the team behind the game, uh, the the Sonic
0: team, literally named Sonic team, uh, they did an interview talking about balance, and they wanted to incorporate the 2D styling but with crisp 3D graphics. And I do agree that the game really does pop visually. And when it came to co-op, they wanted to make sure that the speed, the momentum, and more just really fell into place so that, like, everyone could feel like they're on the same level and speed that, uh, you know, like, whoever wasn't playing Sonic wouldn't just get left behind, which would be hilarious. I don't feel like, will you guys catch up already? We're not as fast as you, Sonic! (laughs) So... I can't like I can't fly, but no oh, tails can. That's not my fault. I can <laughs> glide because I am an echidna. <laughs> oh, I, I'm sorry. I gotta do the. I gotta do like Urgeselba. I am I am an echidna, and I, do, I, I can't do Urgeselba. I'm sorry. Uh not enough practice doing Urgeselba. I don't have the Brit in me. I was gonna do a joke there, but I decided not to. Anyway. <laughs> But uh, I, I appreciate them at least putting... A, they, they clearly put a lot of effort into Sonic Superstars. And I'm very curious about the sales numbers for this. Because remember, uh, Frontiers sold 3 million in a couple months, which is not bad at all, for, for especially for a Sonic title in, in the modern generation. So we'll see how it goes. Because I know a lot of people really want them to, no pun intended, but do a Mario and do, have the 3D games and the 2D games. Because they they can't they can work just like Mario has the you know Odyssey but we're also pumped for Wonder because they're entirely different from one another. Yeah. Yep. And even the the Sonic team lead said there's room for innovation in both and there is you just got to be willing to actually do it.
2: Yep, <laughs> yep, 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 yep. Shouldn't be that hard, <laughs> but it is.
1: <laughs> yeah and uh yeah it's also Sega if you're having not listening to the fans again we want a Sega Sega Mania too. That's all we need.
0: But, Sonic Mania. Yes. Sega Mania.
1: I was about to say Sega Mania, but yeah, Sonic Mania. That's all we need. Yeah.
0: I mean, if you want to do Sega Mania, why not? Let's have some fun with that too. Like,
1: I mean, to- uh, because when you said Sega, Sega Mania, I was thinking about that uh racing, uh Sega uh, Sega Rally racing yeah. back back in the day. I know, I know, <laughs> I know uh, our uh, ex-host at um. T- Tyler, <laughs> See, I don't even remember his name. doesn't it so long. Tyler, just... you are
0: officially dead. Will does not remember your name. <laughs>
1: it's like, yeah, you say a, r- a rally racing. That was so, so long ago. Yeah, that was, yeah. Well, how did I do another single rally racing?
0: Yeah. You know what? Legit idea. Like, do, like, a Sega retro collection? I mean, we called our episode Wonderfully Retro. Why don't we do, like, a Sega <laughs> retro collection? You know, Sega Rally Racing, like, a rehash of, you know, like, Sonic Mania kind of thing. Uh, g- Give me some other Sega titles. Um, mm, Sama de
1: Amigo. Yeah! <laughs> Monkey Ball. Monkey Ball.
0: Yeah. Um, uh, da, 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 Sega, uh, Sega franchises. It's really sad that I have to look up Sega franchises, but I was never the biggest <laughs> Sega fan, so I'm going to uh okay how about an afterburner okay there you go uh bayonetta's technically sega but not anymore that uh, whole thing no, uh, yeah, yeah, uh,
1: outrun
2: uh outrun toki <laughs> doki penguin land I-, I think some people could like that clearly we need more echo the dolphin games yes uh, go. <laughs> uh, Edge, no that's atlas uh dragon force anything mm. with dragons
0: is automatically good so they ooh, golden axe yeah. Jeez, I haven't heard that title uh, yet. Yeah. Jet Set Radio series. Oh, it's Jet also Set Also
2: an important Radio. one. Yeah. Well, did,
0: they 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 did like a what was it that uh, cyberhead red bomb thing. Yeah. Like yeah hey let's just blow up a guy's head and put a robot head on it and have him go try and search for himself. That's not weird at all. <laughs> oh okay. Here's one I know you'll know. Uh, Panzer Dragoon. Yeah. Uh, yeah yeah yeah. Yeah, I mean like let's come on man, come on. <laughs> Oh man! Uh, Soccer <laughs> <Sakura> Wars. <laughs> oh yeah, 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 yeah. That's N- a- never forget. Sag- Sega Sanjiro, legendary character. Look him up, G- especially Death Battle him versus Chuck Norris. Uh, he Sega Sanjiro is canonically dating a character from Soccer Wars, Yeah. even though she's a video game character. <laughs> Welcome to the world. Uh, uh, ooh. Of course, there is the greatness that is Sega bass fishing. Oh, oh yeah, oh, the bass fishing. Yeah, I totally yeah. forgot about that. <laughs> and dare we ask for another game? <laughs> uh, Shenmue game?
1: Well, uh, uh, you say uh, Kozaki. Yeah. yeah. yeah.
2: Uh, Maybe you can let Shenmue stop at three. You can stop it. At or three. two. <laughs> okay. uh, yeah, Again, it. Again,
1: Yakuza's pretty much falling in that void.
2: No, no, no. no not yeah. Yakuza. No. Like a dragon. Right, like a dragon. <laughs> I still probably call it Yakuza. I'll oh, I still don't call it <laughs> Yakuza. So do I. Uh, Toe Jam and Earl. Oh damn. Yeah. That part of That's that. That is definitely a name of a game. Yeah.
0: I uh, really? You don't know Toe Jam and Earl? No, I do. It's just okay. I haven't heard that. In yeah. Forever. Okay. Well, here's one that I actually saw recently because of another job I work at. How about Virtual Fighter?
2: That yeah. They haven't done anything with that in a long one. time. Yeah. yeah.
0: I remember renting or getting a Virtual Fighter game, and it was really interesting. It, but like, you know, and everything else is getting extended or rebooted, so why not Virtual Fighter? So that's yeah. some fun.
2: I mean, so. I mean, it is a good time to get, bring out more fighters, anyway. Yeah. So,
0: there you go. so let's get like a Sega retro collection. Let's get it on Sega. Let's do it. You can hire me too. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. I've Don't dis-
2: discriminate by franchise. <laughs> exactly. Why discriminate if it gets me a job? <laughs> <laughs>
0: I literally have a video game development degree, just like collecting dust, because you know no one will hire me. It's a sad life for us. All right, next up, we have uh, a launch trailer that I want to talk about, but it needs the proper introduction. <clears throat> one thousand years ago, superstition and the sword ruled. It was an age of darkness. It was a world of fear. It was the age of gargoyles. <laughs> ah! <laughs> Yes, ladies and gentlemen, Gargoyles Remastered is uh, out now on Switch and I think a few other systems. But uh, this is the classic 90s game where you got to play as Goliath as he went through the streets of Manhattan and through the past to try and defeat the Eye of Odin, Demona, and a whole bunch of other characters. Why am I talking about this? Because Gargoyles is freaking awesome! (laughs) okay like i enjoyed the binge that i had of the first two seasons of the show yes first two seasons season three does not exist you cannot convince me that season three exists if you say it's on disney plus right now i will call you a liar you're welcome (laughs) also they have a comic going on right now and it's it's honestly good um and there was even i kid you not in the last week a uh statement that there's going to be a live action gargoyles remake this is real and the plot is already vastly different from the cartoon show, which is not a good thing. <laughs> like, case in point, apparently Gar- uh, Goliath is the only gargoyle in Manhattan. He can go out in the daytime. And he's like trying to unravel a mystery from his past. I'm like, I'm sorry, did you even watch Gargoyle? <laughs> <sighs> the whole point is that there's Stone by Day, Warriors by Night.
2: It's in the theme song! <laughs> yes, yes, it is. <laughs>
0: And, of course, the the real thing here is that they, if they do not hire Keith David to be the voice of Goliath, then they... Ooh, they, that's a crime. That is, yeah, that, that is, is a, crime. It had
1: like a crime against humanity. It's and like,
0: you can't tell me that Keith David can't deliver. Like, I'm watching Justified uh, City Primeval, and he's in the first two episodes as a really corrupt judge. And I'm sorry, he still sounds intimidating. Yes. <laughs> okay. So Also, Demona versus Mystique Death Battle. I totally want that now. Uh, <laughs> i had a i had a trailer made for it and everything it's actually really good but uh yeah if you never got to play it you can enjoy the 16-bit version you can enjoy the uh updated uh, hand-drawn graphics version remastered music there's a rewind feature so you don't screw up as much let's just be honest it's the 90s games you're gonna screw up a lot um they were just hard back then like all, like DuckTales, Aladdin, Lion King. Ah, um, uh, yeah. Fine, all yeah. Of the Disney classics were incredibly hard titles. They were Dark Souls before they were Dark Souls. Right. <laughs> they were really tough. <laughs> they were, but like, that was fun. Like, it made it feel good when you actually beat it versus Dark Souls where you're just like, you died!
2: <laughs> so, uh,
0: good time. So yeah, definitely go watch that. or right, go check that out. And then uh, again, Gargoyle Seasons 1 and 2. Only 2. Is on disney plus right now i highly recommend it only seasons one and two um, <laughs> getting close to the end here we got f099 they just added some new courses uh for the king's uh grand prix trial so i believe there is now 13 to 15 tracks in the game which
1: about means,
0: yeah 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 So like i'll give the nintendo credit they are you know packing the content with this one they're making sure that they you have options as you go through your racing crashing madness uh, still want an re- actual F-Zero game, though. That would be very nice. I would like that. You know, I don't want to be like Goliath and wait a thousand years for a resurrection. <laughs> OK? <laughs> Captain Falcon does not deserve to be put in stone. All right? Black no, Shadow does, does, but that's beside the point. <laughs> um, and finally, and this is, just, this is just really cool, ladies and gentlemen, in Kyoto, Japan, where Nintendo has been doing a lot of things recently, uh, including going to have a museum there next year, They decided to uh, decorate one of the tunnels that you can walk through with Mario graphics and sounds. Like, full tilt. They drew Mario levels on the walls and then had the music playing as you're walking through the levels. And if you look closely enough, there are even Pikmin cameos. (laughs) Why? I don't know. But why not? (laughs) It's art. Why not have a little fun with it? Uh, i would have put like the master sword like deep in the background you know just to see if anyone could try like pull it out Uh, (laughs) yes you never know so like but like this is the kind of thing i would love in my i mean they couldn't do it in my neighborhood because there's no like a tunnel in my small town but like in like the big city like champagne or urbana or like chicago or new york i mean i'm sure will would love some of that kind of game art in general and like some of new york tunnels and everything just like brighten up the place make you happy to go through it and you might be thinking but todd what about the people who don't like video games and don't care about mario art well we have a name for them heathens that was a joke like come on <laughs> thank you <Jeez. laughs> i was expect like there are times when i do just expect the last because i know this is a good joke and like you guys do nothing and this like this is why <laughs> i'm the host because i i would
2: know i know when you're supposed to laugh but, uh, we so need the thinking, button apparently. Oh, oh <laughs> I, I, it's funny, I need an automatic
0: laugh track. That's what I need. I need the, <laughs> the laugh track button. Like, <laughs> I know. Thank you, thank you, everybody. I'll be here all week. <laughs> like. So, but like, I would seriously love this. Like, like, if, if, so if you're having like a bad day, I want to go do, down the Mario tunnel, and then you're you're happy by the time you get out because you're like, this is really cool to have this near me. Like, I would love that. Like if I had kids, I would totally take them to that. It's Like come on, hit the button, hit the Mario, hit the hit the square block, honey. You know, like have some fun with that. Like just like I just like the Super Mario or sorry Super Nintendo Land. I totally want to go to that when it when it gets set up in Hall or uh, uh, Orlando, because I know I'll have a blast there. And if I had kids, I would bring them to that too. It's like yeah, let's go and you know have fun with Mario and friends. You know? I, I I appreciate Nintendo doing these little things to, you know, show the fans like, hey, we want to make you happy outside of just general video games.
2: Yes, please. Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah if only they can make me happy by recasting Chris Pratt. <laughs> 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 All right. So now we are heading into our main event. And as we noted way at the beginning of the show, which seems like an eternity ago, we are on our 350th episode. And honestly, there hasn't been a lot of, well, news. Like, discussion news, or, like, listing news and whatever to talk about. So since we're technically in an anniversary episode, I thought it'd be a great time to bring back Quiz Time! (laughs) That's right, ladies and gentlemen, it is time for Quiz Time, and I am your host, Triforce Todd! And once again, we are gonna have Will versus Scott I don't think we've ever had faith on Quiz Time. I know she'd lose though. <laughs> <laughs> My first question would be, who's the creator of Kirby? Faith and she'd go, Ah! Uh, I know, I know, you told me this, Todd. Ah! Um, maybe it's not next Chris time, Pratt. No, it's not Chris <laughs> Pratt. But did Chris Pratt create everything, Todd? Nintendo was born before Chris Pratt. Actually, I'm not. Is that true? I actually don't know. I mean, let me mm-hmm. look it up. I mean, I mean, in general. I mean, I know Nintendo has been long long, longer than video games obviously yeah uh chris pratt age he is 44 so that's 1979 when was the donkey kong arcade game because that was like the first major one um that was in 81 okay so generally yeah they were making games before chris pratt was born or at the very least in the early stages of his life yeah maybe that's why he doesn't actually know anything about the mario franchise (laughs) he was actually too young to remember anywho um but yes we are going to do our quiz time game show and the rules as always are you can pick between a one point question a two point question or a three point question and we're going to do let's just say three rounds given the time we're at right now and we'll see who wins at the end. So, ready to play?
3: Okay. <laughs> pap, pap, pap.
0: Okay. <laughs> okay. Oh boy. Uh, all right. So, I'm thinking of a number between one and ten. Seven. Oh my Eight. gosh! I actually, was <laughs> <won> seven. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> hey. Hey. Props to you, man. Okay. So, Scott, you go first. One, two, or three. Um, two. Okay. Okay. Um, It's a multiple choice question. Okay. Okay. Listen listen closely. What is the best selling Nintendo exclusive game of all time? Okay. Now, this is Nintendo exclusive. So, for example, Tetris is not on this list because that was a multi-platform title across you know multiple timelines, <laughs> not the yeah. least of which is Tetris 99. <laughs> by the way, 495 million copies as of 2017. So you know it's over 500 million by now. Jeez. So, so Nintendo exclusive all, of all time. Is it A, Duck Hunt Dog, B, Super Mario Brothers, C, Mario Kart Wii, or D, Wii Sports? Ooh.
2: I want to say Wii Sports.
0: That is absolutely correct. That that game was packaged with the Nintendo Wii. So technically every Wii that was bought had Wii Sports sold with it, which means Mm -hmm. it had basically 83 million copies sold, which is double that of the original Super Mario Brothers game. That's a good chunk. That's a good (laughs) chunk. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm,
1: mm -hmm.
0: So, uh, Will, one, two, or three? Give me one. Wow, he's not even like trying. Okay,
1: <laughs> I'm kind of fading out here. I think the the night was started hitting a bit, So, so yeah. the,
0: the drugs, man, the drugs. <laughs> All right. Okay. Well, my lucky number is three. What was the third console that Nintendo ever made? Console, not including handhelds. The
1: third console. Let's see. I think the first one was indeed like the um, the virtual gear, if I recall correctly. That's so, not like... a
0: console. I'm talking like actual Nintendo consoles. Will really? I thought the virtual console was con-
1: the virtual gear. Okay. So, let's see. <laughs> The third con, the third full-on console. I, remember, I see the Famicom. did see any the temperatures That's well That's one. That's the NES. I can't that's believe
0: not- I can't believe he's struggling on this. is really isn't that out of a question.
1: <laughs>
3: Here's a hint,
0: Will. The first console was the NES. <laughs> so what was number three? This is why you don't do drugs, kids. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs>
1: that I'm also sleep-deprived as well, so... Oh,
0: yeah, excuses, excuses. Uh,
1: you quiz time.
2: Yeah. You agreed.
1: Uh, okay, the, the 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 third console was a uh, Nintendo City 4.
2: Yes! <laughs> Good job.
0: Did you mean the virtual boy?
1: Yeah, yeah, the virtual boy. You said boy, virtual
0: was... gear. That's an entirely different thing.
1: <laughs> I, was, I was thinking like the virtual boy was kind of like wasn't it technically the
0: con- first console i don't know i always, I always thought that way i mean technically if you really want to stretch it but who really considers the virtual gear <laughs> or boys yeah you got me doing it and i'm <laughs> on drugs right now all right uh end of round one scott is in the lead two to one scott one two or three
2: let's go all in with three. Ooh, i gotta really go hard on this <laughs> one
0: Oh, the, oh, I'd be shocked if you got this one. Okay. What is the first game? Okay, okay, r- rewind, rewind. I have joked many times, not joked, I have said many times on this podcast that what I would love in a modern Zelda game is for Zelda to be playable. But as fans know, you can play as Zelda in multiple titles. But Scott, in this multiple choice question, What is the first game with Princess Zelda as an actual playable character? Was it A, Zelda Wander of Gamelon, B, Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time, C, Super Smash Bros. Melee, or D, Super Smash Bros. Brawl?
2: Uh, Wander of Gamelon. That is absolutely correct. (laughs) <laughs> why
0: does why was Zelda playable in that game? The world may never know because yeah. they wanted to be somehow different. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm really looking at a gift from that. I'm just like this is the most horrifying thing I have ever seen.
1: Pretty so, much, so, pretty much. Yep, yep.
0: Yeah. So, yeah. So Scott's now at five. Will I recommend a three-point question? But I will ask <laughs> you one, two, or three.
1: All right. Give me the three. Give me three.
0: Okay. Uh. <laughs> this will be good Um, oh, actually that might be a little too easy hold on Uh. okay here we go which Nintendo game caused enough injuries in children this is real to result in an 80 million dollars settlement was it A. Tony Hawks Pro Skater B. Super Smash Brothers C. Mario Kart 64 or D. Mario Party Mario party. Yes, Marty, a party. <laughs>
1: Everybody knows, like mo- majority of people know, is regarding to the whole fishing game and the rotating st- control sticks. That thing was infamous.
0: Yeah. Former New York Attorney General Elliot Spitzer, when after Nintendo, when parents reported cuts, blisters, and friction burns that resulted from playing the game, under the terms of the settlement, Nintendo was provided, re- required to provide four sets of gamer gloves to every owner of Mario Party who requested <laughs> them. I did not have Mario Party, but I played it, and I guarantee you, my friends and I did not ask for. Them. You know
2: why? Because we were. Men. we took our blisters with pride
1: yeah. <laughs> if
2: you weren't bleeding you weren't playing
1: uh, I still remember the Bowser tug of war oh, that, that is
0: actually the picture that is used on the quiz uh, side I'm on right now that's hilarious Will um, alright good for both of you I'm proud I'm really proud alright it is 5 to 4 and we are heading into the final round so unless we have to go to a tiebreaker question so Scott 1, 2, or 3
2: Go to. Okay,
0: that's no, too easy. Oh, that's a three. Oh. um, not too easy. That's no, too easy. Come on, give me something good here. Uh. Okay, you said two, right? Yeah. Okay, then I'll give you this one. Now listen to me very carefully. It's another multiple choice question. Okay. Okay. What was the name? Sorry. What was the first NES game to use the infamous slash famous Konami code? Was it A. Contra, B. Life Force, C. Gradius, D. R-Type? I want to say Contra. Is that your final answer? Uh, That yes. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Is actually Gradius. Oh, okay. That was my second. And that's why that's why I gave you the question because everyone remembers it from Contra, but Gradius, which came out in nineteen eighty six, created the cheat to make it incredibly difficult, easier to play during testing. That's fair. Mm. All right. So, Will, you are down by one point. So you can go for a tie, then we go to tiebreaker question, or you could try to get the win right here. What is your choice?
1: Uh, Hit me up with the three. (laughs)
0: Go all in. Wow, he's. Okay, he only had to do a two to win, but now, okay, he's going for three. Okay. And I have just the question for you. Spell Mario. I'm kidding. That's not the game. <laughs> that's, a, that's a point five. That's <laughs> yeah, a point five. <laughs> well, he would lose if that was the case. All right. <laughs> uh, as you hopefully remember, Will, one of the f- first games that Nintendo did create was not just the arcade games, but the Game & Watch titles which would eventually be brought into Super Smash Bros. Melee. What is the name of the first ever Game & Watch title? Was it A, Ball, B, Oil Panic, C, Egg, D, Mario Brothers? Mario Brothers. the heck is that doing there? <laughs> <laughs> Clearly, I didn't read this ahead of time. We all know it's not D, so there you go. You have three options. You <laughs> have three options. Ball, Oil Panic, or Egg.
1: I'm trying to remember, regarding to like the the, the things that Game and Watch has done, and um, I'm betting it on oil panic.
0: I did this for Scott, so I will do this for you. Is that your final answer?
1: Part of me says want to be egg, but I'm going with my god, oil panic. Final
0: answer. Ah! The answer (laughs) is ball, which came out in 1980. (laughs) Uh, right, Which uh, means, right. ladies and gentlemen, that your winner and the score of five to four is Skull Kid Scott. Yay. <laughs> <sighs> I still can't believe Will went for three when we only needed two to win. Like he <laughs> went to crush you, Scott. He, he wanted, wanted to you. <laughs> oh my gosh. That was fun. I mean I, you guys came to play and I, I appreciate that. So hmm. Now uh, another one point question that I saw while scrolling through the list was what game was heavily ins- what what movie heavily inspired Metroid? I'm like, Alien. Uh, Duh, Ridley, Ridley. Yeah. Ridley, power suit. Come on. And technically, there was a point in the movie where Ridley didn't have much clothes on, so there you go. <laughs> hmm. Well, it was Terminator. No, <laughs> <laughs> it's like, get all alive, Ridley. You're coming with me. Oh wait, that's Robocop. Cop.
2: <laughs> Ah, <laughs> uh, cool No, all right
0: and with that wonderful end of the quiz time uh we're going end this episode of the nintendo TM podcast are you excited for super mario brothers wonder tomorrow i really hope you are and be sure to let you let us know your thoughts of the game as you play it by reaching us on our twitter feeds which we have on our outer haven page also uh did you check out the uh, sakurai retro game master videos are you going to get the Deep Cut Amiibos? And who are you leaning to for the Splat Fest? Uh, are you going to get Disney's Gargoyles? Would you like a Kyoto-style tunnel to be in your hometown? And most importantly of all, and I, if we, Tyler was here, we would do this as a poll question. Would you want the Sundere Live Color Commentary? <laughs> <laughs> it's, would, you turn, would, would you turn it on? Oh, yes. Geez. Would it, you turn it on, I wonder? i wish we could do a poll now <laughs> <laughs> i'm just i'm just saying i'm just saying so let us know in the comments below so forest skull kids got warrior Lion, i and try first time ladies and gentlemen we are out of time we are not allies we made it to the end of the level so raise the flag <laughs>